2: If you guys have any inventions, let me know. Do you have any inventions of your own you're thinking me? maybe oh, yeah. about? Me?
1: I've, I've, I've invented a lot of things. Uh-huh. Yeah. You there... know that little thing on the back of the door that goes like this? Boing. <laughs> <laughs> that thing? That was me. A white claw, huh? Or maybe you're just an alcoholic. <laughs> One of the two.
2: What's your, what's your favorite go-to drink,
1: Doctor? My Paul? favorite go-to drink. I like a nice just tequila on the rocks. Oh, classic. Yeah. I don't. I don't have. Uh, I don't have too many things to complain about these days. You know. Right. I used to used to use a lot of mixers, sweet and sour mixers, and oh. things like that, and put sour bears in there, gummy worms, nice. and stuff do you, like do that. Do you
2: ever still like drink? You to want to introduce me, or you want to just go? Wall, just roll. well, for the people who don't know, right now. I guess now, I need
1: no introduction.
2: You you really don't. But for the people listening, <laughs> it's if you a have nice to see studio. this face. <laughs>
1: How big is this? This is twenty seven hundred square feet.
2: Oh, uh, this is uh, maybe the house is twenty seven hundred square feet, not not the studio.
1: Okay, because we just I was just at my studio before coming over here. How big is yours? We we're doing a show on narcolepsy. <laughs> oh, and the fascinating stuff. Did you? Well, hold on, or give me a proper intro. I'll give you a proper introduction and hype me uh, up, good, because I'm trying to get stay relevant. You know, I know you're a young kid. You're on TikTok or whatever. <laughs> Folks, I want to introduce... Are you Bryce Hall? Is that your name?
2: No, I'm not Bryce Hall. I'm Matt King.
1: Matt King, okay.
2: I know Bryce Hall. He just followed me on Instagram.
1: Bryce followed you on Instagram? Yeah, that was
2: a pretty big deal. How what, how do you know who Bryce Hall
1: is? How do I know who Bryce Hall <laughs> yeah. is? Yeah. People show me a bunch of things, you know, and I read the newspaper. Okay. I, I read the criminal report. Uh-huh. And, so- and Tiger
2: Beat. Yeah, well, in, in J
1: fourteen, I follow crime. I have a police scanner. Oh, and it's that every day it says something about Bryce Hall on there doing something wrong. Oh my so, goodness! Yeah, well, well, he's a good friend. I, ha- I have. Could, no- I'm just kidding around, Bryce. You know, we're a good friend of mine. We're just some friendly ribbon. I was actually just at Bryce's house. He was. How was he? He was great. The electricity's back on, and he's oh, he's, he's in full stride. He's doing really good. You know, I like to help yeah. these guys. They get when they get down. That's when I do my best work as a Bryce Hall or. Uh, Uh, a a btk killer Uh you know something like that somebody that needs my help and that's when that's really i can put my degree to use
2: do you have like a concern right now for this younger generation of internet creators are they at risk of their mental health and how they will grow into being healthy adults
1: i I think they're at risk of it's a great question matt and i'm glad you asked it i think they're (laughs) i think they're at risk of just being too lit <laughs> you know, because I've seen, I've seen they get so much so fast and things are so lit all the time. At some point when stuff isn't lit anymore, I worry about that. Yeah. You know, because how do you go up from a yacht? How, how do you go up from a spaceship to Mars? I like this podcast, by the way. I want to let you know I'm a fan of it. I Thank love you. it. you listen
0: to Hoot and a Half? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. All the time. It's wonderful. Did you hear,
0: did you hear an episode with Jason Nash?
1: No, I don't know who that is. Oh, you don't. No, I oh, don't. you would I, I love
0: Jason. I mean, he's
1: doesn't sound like someone I'd be interested in. <laughs> Not at all. I'm, I'm I like more of the Addison Rays, the Bryce Halls, the Charlie D'Amelios. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that guy on TikTok. He uh, wraps himself in um, in vacuum tape and shows you how to escape anything. No, he'll show way. you. He'll show you like if someone's someone comes from behind. Start strangling uh-huh. like that in a car. He can show you how to get out of that in five minutes. Wow. Yeah, you're like, What What you do is, you first of all, you put your hands here, put your feet up on the dash, <laughs> and then you want to push back, but then on the lever here, you go like that, and then you're out. But that's the great thing about TikTok. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I got the camera in there. <laughs> anyway, that's the way it goes, man. But, um, but where were we? Well, fe- we- fascinating conversation. <laughs> we were ta- well, we Have were ta- we talk- had a hoot and a half yet? Because I, I want to make sure. Every hoot and a half I've I've listened to, I've gotten a hoot and a half out of it. But this one so far, I don't know if I've been funny or not.
2: No, I think you've been hilarious and and very informing. What kind of life were you living when you were Bryce Hall's age? When I was
1: 21 years old? Well, you know, I don't like to talk about it too much, but I was running drugs from uh, my frat house. I went to uh, Texas Southern uh, Methodist University. (laughs) And I dug a hole that was uh, went all the way to Mexico. <laughs> it was a tunnel. It was in corporation with the cartel down there. Uh-huh. And it was a 28-mile, probably uh, fully air-conditioned, <laughs> with ladders. It had Wi-Fi. It had cable television down there, uh, washer, dryer, oh. pool table. Uh, we had every, It's the same type of tunnel that El Chapo got out of. <laughs> And I was the first because I was the first to design that. My roommate was actually a, uh, he was an engineer. And we were sitting around ripping bong hits all day. <laughs> and he's, uh, he, said, he said, I don't have any money. I don't have any money to buy any beer. And I go, well, I got a way we can make some money. And I said, how's your engineering skills? Can you build a tunnel? Because I met a few guys playing darts the other night <laughs> that worked for the cartel. And so he says, he says, yeah, I, 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 I could probably fashion something up. And he says, where do we dig the hole? I said, right here in our bedroom that we share. So we moved the bunk beds. We got them out of the way, and we started digging. And you'd be surprised. We dug the hole pretty quick. Next thing you know, I'm in Mexico City. Whoa. Yeah, I'm we're right across the border.
2: versed in Spanish when you got there? Did you have to kind of like no, learn, I to learn to absorb, as you go? I had, yeah. you,
1: you learn, You learn quick when you're fighting for your life, man. Right. You learn any language quick. Okay. You know? Uh, 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 adonde, uh I forget it now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. but I it went remember.
2: a long way. Mm. And were you mostly trafficking just cocaine, marijuana? Just um, just
1: coke and mostly coke, a little, some marijuana. That was it. And unfortunately, Matt, I made the mistake that a lot of people make when they're that age. I got high <laughs> off my own supply. And, and we didn't last too long because... It was hard to remember which drug routes were where we we built so many tunnels off the main tunnel that and it got pretty great. you could see it in a documentary uh-huh it it's called uh it's called phil 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 and the beetle and uh my my buddy's name was Beetle, and eventually the cartel did get him so oh, no unfortunately, yeah, but it all worked out because um you know I got my t v show so
2: that's great. And yeah. Your show right now is been I mean, a massive success. And Oprah really puts you on the map, right?
1: Oprah was the one who came and saw me. I had a one-man show uh-huh. that I was doing uh, <laughs> down at the Schubert Theater in Boston. Uh-huh. And it was a variety of shows. I was doing a lot of characters and stand-up and different things like that. I had my, my one character, uh, uh, Mrs. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and that was a that was a sort of like a Mrs. Doubtfire character. Oh. It was a story of a man who wanted to see his kids, so he would dress up in ladies' clothes and then pretend to be a nanny. And oh, I've read about this. Yeah, and then later it became a movie, Mrs. Doubtfire. Wow! So, so yeah. you were
2: uh, you were the inspiration behind Mrs. Mrs. Cromhart. Right, I did yeah, sold out or...
1: shows there. I did. Uh, we probably did about twenty seven <laughs> weeks sold out shows. Billy Crystal came down. He, I wanted to option it, uh, but eventually. I had to put comedy down because I had to help people instead, you know. I had a lot of options, man. I've, I've lived many, many lives. I had an opportunity to play professional men's volleyball <laughs> back in the 80s. And that was, I, I had a big contract. <laughs> I had a contract for $175,000 a year in the 80s. It was the biggest contract in men's volleyball and they were going to start a league up. Of course, a lot of it was backed by the cartel mm-hmm. back in those days. So there's no saying if there would be a real audience. But we had TV contracts. We had different leagues. There was a nine-team league all over the country. And I was with the uh, I was with the, the Vermont Snow Cones, and that was and that was the name of the volleyball team. Unfortunately, when I started out, we had a great ride. We were six and zero. Oh. Uh-huh. And then I was uh, I was I was facing a game against the St. Louis Tetherballs, and we were we were down in St. Louis, and I went up for a spike, and freak accident, one of those streakers was because now remind you this was the 1980s and the security isn't the same as right. what it is now. Mm-hmm. A streaker runs out, a guy's butt naked on the volleyball court, undercuts Phil as I'm going in for the spike <laughs> with the volleyball, boom. And and then my leg went like that. And then, that's
2: where you get the nickname um in the volleyball world. What's what's your nickname again?
1: Bendy Knee.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Crooked knee. They call Crooked me doc- Doctor. Uh, they call me Phil Crooked Knee McGraw, oh, and that and that was basically it, you know. And I thought I thought my life was over. I spent six months in rehab. I was in the hospital. Uh, the cartel business didn't work out. The volleyball business didn't work out. So then I the one
2: man show. The one man
1: well. show, you know. And then eventually I did mount the one man show. Oprah came in and saw it, signed it for. A big contract.
0: Thank you for watching this episode of Hoot and a Half. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsor. And yes, I know that this looks a little bit different um, for those who are watching on YouTube. I'm filming this in my house in my room right now with a little mobile setup. Um, that's a little bit under the weather, so I'm going to be doing the sponsorships for today. Please give them some love. Check out the sponsors; they help make the show possible. We really appreciate you guys supporting the show. So, with that said, our first sponsor is LoveBook. It's February, love is in the air, and Valentine's Day is coming very soon. Lovebook is a personalized gift that helps people express feelings that they may find difficult to say out loud. Most people use Lovebook to revisit some of their fondest memories or share and list the reasons why they love someone. Love books are completely customizable, so you can use it however you'd like. For example, I may get one to celebrate the friendship I have with Matt. We've been friends for a long time. We've traveled the world together started this podcast together. It's a great gift for anybody in your life. You create a character that looks just like you and the person you're gifting it to, with all the features that make them unique. You can even choose your favorite hairstyle and outfit. You have the option to customize every page as much as you want, or you can use their express option and get a complete book in just a couple of minutes. Love books are the perfect gift for any occasion, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, and of course, Valentine's Day. Visit lovebookonline.com slash hoot to receive a 20% discount just for our listeners. That's lovebookonline.com slash hoot. Check them out. Get a love book for someone you love. Help support this show and spread the love. All right. Back to the episode. Did you know that I don't
1: actually host my show anymore? It's an actually it's a hologram. A hologram? It's a hologram, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Well, when
2: did they implement that technology? It was about like,
1: 2017. We decided that it would be cheaper to just have a hologram come host the show and then have actually me do it. So I basically just fuck off most days. <laughs> And I, I go up, to, I go to Montecito, I go to the farmer's market, pick out berries or whatever. Okay. And, uh, Do you get
0: recognized at the
2: farmer's market? Oh, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, big time, yeah.
2: Do you like it when you get recognized, or is it kind of awkward? You no, wish I love were... it.
1: I, I, I love people, and I love helping people, and I love looking into people's souls. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I can tell right away when I meet somebody if they have a problem.
2: Uh, <laughs> Well, you seem to be making some uh, fierce uh, eye contact right here with my co-host, Mike <laughs> Sheffer. Um, it Now, we, we don't have to dive too big on Mike's part. But
1: yes, our, you guys seem like you must get along great. You sit around and talk about alternative bands. and <laughs> Oh, we do. And, and, oh, wait, and, are you and, a big fan of any? And, and talk about Wes Anderson movies and things like that. You um, probably have a lot in
2: common. I don't mind a good Wes Anderson yeah, film. It's, Paul it's, Thomas Anderson, all the Andersons. Compliment
1: each other on the new polo shirt that you're wearing. <laughs> Things like that, right? Right. How I mean. many yellow hats do you have, man? Uh, how this many is yellow baseball hats? How many yellow... This is my only one. It's oh, so one of my favorite it? ones. Holy shit, man.
0: Do you have any hobbies, Dr. Phil? Yeah. What do you, how do you like to wind down and kick back on a Sunday afternoon?
1: Well, I like spike ball. You ever play spike ball?
2: Oh, yeah. It's the one with like the net. And you have a ball and you have a few friends and you swat the ball. Oh,
1: great exercise. It's
2: kind of like your old volleyball days, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's why I like it. That's uh-huh. why I like Spikeball quite a bit. Do you have
2: like a gang of friends you hang outside show business? Yeah,
1: I've got my boys that I hang out with. Uh-huh. You know, mostly are professional athletes. Oh wow! You know, because that's that's sort of the kind of kind of guys I like to roll with. You know, who are who are in that mental space. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love arm wrestling. Ooh. Well, yeah! And uh, last time I went over the top, uh, it was uh, there was a, uh, a pay per view special with me and Sylvester Salona. If you saw it, oh no, I miss this. Yeah. And I... Went over. I went over the top. and I mean, it was, it was something else. You, but you, you guys will live lives. You guys will do. You guys are young. You'll do a lot of stuff one day. You know, I've been to the moon, right? <laughs> doctor Phil's been to the moon. Uh, oh you've, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. been to the moon. Yeah. Which I, mission? I'm opening up a uh, a Mr. Beast burger up there with Mr. Oh. Beast. Oh, you got moon. the franchise rights for yeah, the moon. Yeah, we got the moon rights. So he th- he seems to think he can do 300 up there on the moon. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. 300 you know, locations. 300 locations on the moment ghost kitchens. But uh we'll see. He's a great kid. I love Jimmy and uh you know you know he's got big dreams and he's big aspirations and he's looking for a little help because you know I'm going to be hosting Shark Tank uh, next wow. year, 2021. Yeah, because Mark Cuban is going to be doing some work with the Houston Rockets, so I'll be taking the fourth seat next to Kevin, and uh, people are going to be coming out. And if you guys have any inventions, let me know. Do you have any inventions of your own you're thinking me? maybe oh, yeah. about? I've invented a little, I've invented a lot of things. Uh huh. Yeah. Is you there... know that little thing on the back of the door that goes like this, boing. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. That was me. Wow. Yeah, me and Beetle. We, did, we We invented that in college. It turns out we didn't need to run drugs. Yeah. Because we had a patent on that.
2: It was just something to play with while you were on drugs, yeah. too.
1: Yeah, something yeah. To, yeah, something to play with while we were on drugs, <laughs> too. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Because that's pretty amusing. With that's it actually itself. how it started. Yeah. Yeah. You ever get your cat high? <laughs> <laughs> Have you? I, I mean,
2: I gave my cat catnip when I had a cat growing up. Oh, no, There's you a never
1: cat... blow a bong smoke, smoke in a cat's face? No. Oh, all right. I don't, oh, know. Wow. I don't want Peter to come after me. <laughs> But that's yeah. a good time. It was. A, it was a different time. It's about simple pleasures. It really is. And you boys are doing a good job here with Hoot and Half. And you know, it's just important to stay grounded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You've got to stay grounded with this podcast. In other words, keep this shitty table. You know, keep these shitty mics. <laughs> it's why people like you. You how many houses do you name? own? Don't get anybody entertaining on here. Yeah, how many How, how many, many houses do you own, Mr. Continue humble? Continue to interview your circle of friends and no one else. Stay in that lane. That's what you need to do.
2: Well, I do really want to open it up, but I think, you know, <laughs> so because of circumstances, you know, we've had to say in the community, mm. but um, you know, I, you're, you're our first big guest, and I feel like once... You're our first uh, traditional uh, celebrity. Yeah. You
1: want to know how many houses I own? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, you're talking about staying humble, but... Let's see,
1: how many houses do I own? I don't know. Six, one in Tallahassee, one tell
0: you <laughs> in Houston. I got
1: two in Indianapolis. And I got, see two in
2: Indianapolis, and I hear that one. <laughs>
1: two in got, Indianapolis. Two in see. If you count the maid's quarters, I guess <laughs> no. That's we'll call it two, not three. I got the condo in Boston. <laughs> I got the beach house in in Maine. Um, and I got the castle in Reykjavik. Let's <laughs> so, yeah. see. Oh, I got that uh, the, the King's Quarters in South Africa. <laughs> I got that mall that I own with Putin, which isn't actually a house, but there there is a hotel in there, so technically I guess I could stay there. 76. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. 76. 76 homes around the world. And you know what? I just, I, I'm really, I, I'm just happy at this little studio apartment that I stay at down at Tahunga. That's yeah. where I'm happiest. You know, you want to tell, let me tell you a story. Uh, please. One day, I come in, and uh, I, I, there's a bunch of fruit that's labeled. It Says cantaloupe. <laughs> there's fruit that says pineapple. It's all cut up fruit, and it's in plastic. And there's something that says berries on it. And there's some, and the, the tag says apples. And then there's another one that says watermelon. <laughs> and then, then, then there's another one that says mango. Uh-huh. And then yeah, we we it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I open the fridge. And I'm at work, and I look at this. <laughs> And it's my own fridge. It's my own Dr. Phil personal fridge. No one goes in this fridge but Dr. Phil. And I said to myself, I said, God damn it. Am I a fucking idiot that people have to label mangoes for me? That <laughs> I and I said, something's wrong with this picture. And right then and there I called my seven producers in and I said, No more, no more labeling the fruit on there. Let me figure it out for myself, because once you take that away from a man, his
0: ability to Uh pick
1: out his own fruit, then stuff starts to go a little wacko. Let's Uh bring
0: bring Dr. Phil back down to earth. No more labeling fruits. That's when it was too much. Yeah, labeling the
1: fruit was insane to me. Mm -hmm. I know it's pineapple. You don't have to write pineapple. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I felt my brain just start to go, what? (laughs) Like that. And I was like, huh? And... I didn't know, so that's a that's just something to keep you humble. And, oh, okay. Yeah, so I went over. It's just at Bryce Hall's house, and I went over and I. We took were, all we, the labels off the took fruit. Took all the labels off the fruit. I said, you figure it out.
0: You're man of the people. Yeah. I he, think that's a good story.
1: No,
2: I think it's really good. You should keep writing your book <laughs> you about that. You played the lotto? Um, I played it like a few times. Yeah. Yeah, c- occasional scratch off here and there. Or do I know some how to quick, beat it. Some quick picks. You what? I know how to beat it. How do you, how do you beat the lotto? Uh, is this something you if can you reveal? you want to turn the cameras off, I'll
1: tell you. Can you reveal this publicly? No, no not on camera. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, yeah. This is it, just audio. You, the
0: cameras are here just in case.
1: Well, either way, I don't want to be recorded telling you the a lot of, i don't i don't want the, the lotto industry to come after me it's a big business so you, and they, they advertise on dr phil do you
2: trust us with that kind of information then i don't know yet
1: you i'm not know. sure well, I'm let's not earn sure that if trust, I trust today man well, yeah, what do you I, say ho- I
0: hopefully we do
1: yeah i can fix anything
0: we're, we're young guys dr phil um
1: well not that young
0: <laughs> uh how old are you me yeah
1: and i'm 62 years old
0: all right Not that's not too old no hmm. oh, that's not what? That's. I don't
2: think it's not. Are you retired yet? Like, when is Doctor Phil going to retire? Well, I
1: told you the hologram. He he hosts the show now. Oh, oh, so he's
0: just in it forever now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So technically, I'm not retired. Other than other than a few sort of, you know, I got to go visit a couple of O and Os, you know, owned and operated stations, and glad hand everybody, shake their hand, and mm-hmm. let them know that you know the the show's coming back and it's going to be stronger than ever. It's going to be a big lineup of women that murdered their husbands. <laughs> Teens, teens that parents can't get under control. TikTok stars who act like assholes, and 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 that's pretty much the recipe for Doctor Phil. Yeah,
2: and you you cover so many important issues that affect the self and the home and just our lives in general. Mm. Is there an area of just I don't know psychological behaviors that that really gets your interest that you I'm really fascinated want to, uh, with
1: people who are sexually aroused by feet? Oh, fascinated by that. I've pitched that. Many times to my producers, and they think the, the area is too hot. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I see a pair of feet, I want to throw up. Mm-hmm. But apparently, there's a bunch of people out there who
0: spend money and buy who feet, feet pics. Picks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever? Do, do you? To reach his own, said the maid, t- said the maid as she kissed the fish. <laughs>
0: What is that from? <laughs> That's
1: an, old, yeah, an old, old proverb. An old jewel that I dusted off just for you. You can oh, have it. Thank you, Mr. Dr. Phil. Thanks. Sorry, I cut you off. Go
2: ahead. Um, but you have so much uh, expertise uh, in the mind and behaviors, but could mm-hmm. you at least like come up with an assumption of why a human would be sexually attracted to feet?
1: An assumption as to
2: why you yes. would be sexually like, attracted to You know, obviously nothing confirmed yet, but what do you think... I don't think? know. I'm not a pervert, man. <laughs> um <laughs> I wouldn't know why. Hey, I'm not here to kink shame, though. You know, that's what some people well, are I, into. I'm
1: not either. But have you seen your feet? I mean, mine. It, I've
2: seen mine. I haven't seen yours. It's
1: pretty gross. They look like little pig babies.
0: Oh yeah, little baby he,
1: pigs.
2: Yeah, that's right. They they all have that's that why they little. Oh yeah, this little piggy went to the market. Where, where do your piggy? little piggies go? You know, go? About, you
0: know the market that the little piggy goes to. Is he's not, he's not going to shop at the market. He's going to be slaughtered and sold at the market as meat. Oh, shit. This little piggy what, went to the market. This little piggy stayed home. He went to the market. What did the other little
1: piggies do? Had roast beef? Oh, I broke character, sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, had roast beef? Isn't that it? Yeah, this little piggy went to the market. Is this a little piggy, piggy eating home? roast beef? That's, that's, it's cannibalism, too. It's a, it's a really messed up nursery rhyme. We'll be right back with the rest of the conversation after a quick word from our second sponsor, the World Series of Poker. Have you ever watched the World Series of Poker on TV and thought, dang, I want to win big like the pros? Well, now you can. The official World Series of Poker app lets you play real-life poker with fans from all over the world. You can sharpen your hold'em skills with virtual cash games and tournaments, or you can play casino mode and go against the house. You can also connect your Facebook account and set up a virtual table to play online with your friends. It's as close to the real thing as you can get without the $10,000 buy-in. I love setting up Poker Night with my friends from back home. It's a great way to stay connected, and I'm getting pretty good at Texas Hold'em. You got to know when to hold and when to fold. (laughs) The World Series of Poker app is a great way for you to improve your poker skills as well, and it's free to download. It's the number one free poker game, so World Series of Poker has tons of people online all the time ready to play. Best of all, you get 1 million chips as a bonus gift when you join today. So what's the holdup? Download the World Series of Poker app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and Amazon now. And don't forget to use our promo code W-S-O-P-H-O-O-T for 1 million bonus chips when you sign up. That's 1 million bonus chips when you download the World Series of Poker app using promo code W-S-O-P-H-O-O-T. So check out the app, download it, use our code, support the show, show them some love, and on with the rest of the episode. Do you have any beef with other talk show hosts, daytime or nighttime talk show hosts or... Any any conflicts you've come across in your career of well,
1: hosting? Well, I'll tell you, I try to be nice to everybody. I try to love everybody. I mean, Ellen DeGeneres for one, she's always been sweet to me. Jimmy Kimmel always been sweet to me. Oprah always been sweet to me. We actually have a hot tub club. A <laughs> hot tub club? We do. Yeah, we all get naked. We sit down and we, you know, we trade war stories and do a little LSD and. And it's it's really nice so I don't really have any beef with any kind of uh, other talk show hosts you know um, I'm trying to
0: think did you have aspirations to host a late night show like a tonight show or late night I or- feel like you totally could do that doctor well Paul. yeah
1: I mean I I, I could I, I could definitely probably do some comedy or something like that but but I really think that my services are best used helping people hang on a second I'm buying Bitcoin <laughs> Oh, man, it's up to 25. Oh, yeah,
2: it's been there. Are you in Ethereum? Uh, I do have Ethereum, oh, yes. Yeah.
1: That's real nice.
2: <laughs> I try not to look at it, though.
1: Yeah, I... Tr- I, I, Beach sesh tomorrow, 10 a.m. With who? Uh, you know Steph Curry?
2: Yeah, the, the yep. basketball player.
1: That's right, that'd be the one.
2: You and him are having a beach sesh? A sesh, a, yeah, a sesh. Like just a like you guys go out there and just enjoy the beach together. Sand castles. No, it's a hit what? workout. Okay, yeah, high intensity. It's a, it's
1: a high intensity workout, and we get out there. And we sweat for two hours. I don't know if you know, but if I took my shirt off, I'm ripped. <laughs> I'm completely ripped underneath here. When are you gonna get on the cover of Men's Health? I'll be a, actually. It's a, I think it's March two thousand twenty-one. Uh, wow. Yeah, because I'm gonna be bodybuilding. I'm gonna be training. And doing a triathlon, and then I'm actually starting a sneaker company with Gary <laughs> Vaynerchuk. So it's going to be really exciting. And uh, Oh,
2: yeah. They're called uh, the Phil Flops. They're that's like, right. They're, they're, they're flip flops.
1: Phil Flops.
2: Phil Flops. That's exactly right. And, and the, uh, I don't know, Mike, if you've seen the pictures that have been leaked. I linked. haven't yet, no. It's um, like, you know, like the lip of the sandal that goes over your feet. That's like his mustache. Oh. And it's all
1: worked with one remote control. <laughs> So oh. you go flip, and then you go flop, like that, and you can they turn, they go from sneaker to flip flop just like that.
0: Do you have any insight that you've learned from Gary Vaynerchuk that that's been valuable to you?
1: Yeah, um, don't throw out your baseball cards. <laughs> that's what I learned from Gary V. Did
2: you throw out a lot of yours? Luckily,
1: I didn't, uh-huh. and I, and I made a, made a pretty penny on that. Wow. So it's been pretty fun. You know, uh, the other thing I learned from Gary V. Uh, he said Vine would be around forever. It wasn't. Mm. So yeah, take that one. Don't don't. You can't listen to everybody. You got a lot of shysters. That's the other thing I want to tell you guys. You got some shysters mm. out there, and it's important that you two guys. You guys are friends. You started this podcast, and you make sure that you take it. You know, you be good to each other, and that you know, you push as much as you can. Matt, you're lucky to have this guy here. He believes in you. He's great with the business side. He's funny and. Mike, by the same token, you're very lucky to have Matt. I know. He's he's he's, he's pushing you, and uh, you got somebody that's really making you shine. I wish I had a guy like Mike on my staff that would, you know, blow me up mm. and, and take the tape off my fruit.
2: Well, we're always <laughs> here for you. You can hit us up
1: anytime, Dr. Phil. I'd love I appreciate to spend the day with you. You have
0: more experience than both of us hosting stuff, so.
1: Well, you know, it's. It it will it'll become second nature after a while, and if you drink enough red wine, tastes up the shows they just go right by. That's the truth.
0: So, who do you turn to for advice when things are Cabernet? <laughs> no, I'm just Who's kidding. That? I'm just kidding around. I'm just kidding around.
1: I do like to drink though. Pretty fun. Do you have <laughs> any
0: uh, any advice for us as we navigate the uh, the world of women? Relationships. I'm marriage. in a happy relationship. Mike, on the other
2: hand, he well, really needs to uh, sink his anchor.
1: Oh, uh, well, listen, everybody in, in due time, you know, you're lucky that you met somebody that you love. I've actually met her. She's lovely. Thank you. And, you know, it hasn't happened for Mike yet, but it doesn't mean it's not going to. Remember, it only takes one. And, and it's like my wife, Robin, okay? She went to Whole Foods today for about 15 minutes. And I called her and I said, when are you coming back? I miss you. And, you know, that's what—that's the spice of life. You know, she really loved it. Turns out um, she was gone for about 45 minutes and I would had a bit of a tantrum. I said, God damn it, well, don't leave me like that. And that started the whole thing. So, you know, just remember, don't be too clingy. And when, you're, when your lady wants to go to Whole Foods to buy you lunch, let her go. You know, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Mike, you got that? Uh, yeah, I'm going to write that down afterwards. Yeah, write sure. it down. Yeah. Write it down. How many White Claws are you going to drink? Uh, enough. Oh.
1: I'm, not,
2: I'm not drinking, Dr. Phil. I don't I'm give a, a fuck. fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you want to drink, drink. What do I care? Are trying to score points with me?
0: I only guess I could. Yeah, it could, it could crack. Are you, are you thirsty, Dr. Phil? Would you no. like to vibe on an alcoholic no, beverage? No, I'm good. I'm good.
1: Okay. I'm uh, good. <clears throat> that tastes like a frat guy's piss. <laughs>
2: A frat guy's piss tastes like a mango white claw. Yeah. Well, then give me all the frat guy's piss you
0: got. I, I, it doesn't have any flavor to it. I got to say, Doctor Phil, a lot of people in your position there's a lot of vanity, but you seem to be a very proud bald man. Oh yeah. Did you ever go through a phase where you wanted to try a toupee or? Yeah, I thought I'm, about
1: I thought about having a toupee, but I like giving people the real me. You know, I thought about shaving the sides over here too. But this, when you look at this, you see it, and you go, oh, man, that guy don't give a fuck. <laughs> and that's, that's my brand. I don't give a fuck. When did you start going bald? I'll tell you straight to your face, Matt. Uh-huh. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> you're not. How dare you? You're not a piece of shit. But you... if you were, I'll tell you straight to your face. Okay. And, Mike, same yeah. thing with you. I, I appreciate that. I'll, t- I'll say it right to your face. Well, what,
2: uh, your what, scumbag. What, if I, what if I thought you were a piece of shit?
1: Well, I would hope you would tell me. I hope you'd be man enough to tell me to my face, and then we'd have to step outside, I'd take this jacket off, and I'd whip your ass.
0: Have you whooped ass before, Dr. Phil?
1: I don't know if you were here for the beginning of the podcast when I told you that I worked with the Mexican cartel. (laughs) I don't know. Let me go on a second. You got, are those ears, or what is that? My God.
0: Mike here again, checking in for our final sponsor, and I'm so excited that Daily Harvest is sponsoring this episode of Hoot and a Half. This year, we're refocusing on what it means to take care of ourselves, and it could not be easier with Daily Harvest. They've been one thing that really makes me feel better about myself and my day. I like to customize mine with a little bit of hot sauce, but that's just me. Daily Harvest delivers delicious food built on organic fruits and vegetables delivered right to your door. It takes literally minutes to prepare, and I never have to think twice if the food that I'm eating is good for me, because I know it is. Daily Harvest is ready when you are. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it so you waste less food too. There's no need to overthink any of your meals with Daily Harvest. Smoothies for breakfast, crisp flatbreads for lunch or dinner, and food that's perfect for cooler weather, like their perfectly roasted harvest bowls and soups. Daily Harvest never uses preservatives, added sugar, or artificial anything, and they just launched their first ever plant-based milk collection, starting with almond milk. Daily Harvest milk is made with almonds and a dash of sea salt. That's it. Plus, I can actually stay stocked up since everything stays fresh until I'm ready to use it, aka no more mad dashes to the grocery store when I need almond milk for smoothies or a splash in my coffee. Daily Harvest is also committed to minimizing environmental impact. They're in the process of transitioning into 100% compostable, recyclable, plant-based, and renewable fiber packaging. Daily Harvest is undeniably delicious, clean food without any of the prep. Honestly, I love getting my box of Daily Harvest. I know that I'm gonna eat well. It's super easy to make, and it tastes amazing. I'm telling you, it's gonna change your life. So get started today. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code HOOT, H-O-O-T, and get $25 off your first box. That's promo code HOOT, H-O-O-T, for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Once again, that's dailyharvest.com. Eat healthy, eat right, live your best life, check out Daily Harvest, give them some love, support the show, support Hoot and a Half, and on with the rest of the episode.
1: I love whooping ass. (laughs) I love whooping ass and taking names. You ever seen the Die Hard series? I did. I (laughs) have. I think I've seen Die Hard 1. It's about me. (laughs) Die Hard's about me. Whoa. Yeah, that was a script that I wrote about an experience that I had when my wife, Robin, was working late on a Christmas Eve and a bunch of European tourists came in, and they took over the entire building. I was a cop. I was taken off the force, and it was a Christmas party. It it was a Christmas party. They were working late. It's a little different in the movie. In 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 the movie, uh, it's it's a Christmas party. Actually, in real life, um, I was I was going in there <laughs> to uh, to make love to her. Oh. Yeah. And, and the terrorists found us making love, but they couldn't put that in the movie because that kind of... <laughs> but it didn't matter. I broke all their necks. So all the hostage stuff that you see, that's all added in. And then you went back to making love right after that? Yeah, after I broke all the terrorist necks, stuck it back in, <laughs> finished her off, and, and then that's how we had our
0: son Jordan. Oh, How many hmm. kids do you have?
1: I got two kids right now. Uh, what's, yeah.
0: uh, you got any some parenting tips, parenting advice? You know
1: what? Just... Just be super, super, the most amazing dad you can be, and your kids are going to turn out great. One of them's married to a playmate. I'm Superman, basically. (laughs) Go ahead. One of your kids is married to a playmate, right? Yeah. Yeah. My son Jordan is married to a playmate. Yeah. And and you know what? I take umbrage with that, because she's more than that, Matt. Yeah. She's more than that. She's more than just a playmate. (laughs) Yeah, what if it, I said that about your mom? Well, what? Oh, if she... Matt's Matt Matt's mom is just some whore. <laughs> Would you like that? <laughs> oh, no, no I, you wouldn't. No,
2: no, I wouldn't. No, I just wouldn't didn't like know. Like, how, it, is it just just distracting for you at all in your life? Oh, that's too? gross.
1: Get your mind out of the gutter. I don't look at my son's wife. Jesus Christ! But you are subscribed. I but... got plenty of chicks on the side. I don't need to go and side chicks. Dr. Bang Dr. my Phil. Uh, bang my husband's. Bang my son's wife. Ridiculous. Was, was that a Freudian slip there? Okay, I guess you're playing doctor now. Okay, oh. so you guys are both
0: from Texas.
2: Uh, well, Dr. Phil is actually from Oklahoma, but he spent a lot of his time studying in Texas. Yeah, that's right. The University of North Texas, I believe. Yeah, but North this Texas. Is before... I played bass there.
1: Yeah. Oh, is that <laughs> I how you did it? a jazz band there. Yeah. Jazz uh, band. Uh-huh,
0: flute. What song was that? <laughs> uh, do you remember any so- song yeah, titles that yeah, you used yeah, to play? Yeah,
1: we We used to do uh, uh, a... <laughs> What was that song? Aqualung. Aqualung. We used to do Aqualung We did "Kind of Blue" by Miles Davis. That was a, that was a mm. big hit. Disco was big. You ever go to Studio Fifty Four?
2: Uh, no, Before I heard many many stories about it. Did you have some good times at Studios Fifty uh, Four?
1: You ever snort coke off Andy Warhol's ass? <laughs> now that's living. Whoa! Yeah, Andy Warhol's living. ass uh-huh. in the club. Yeah, in the club. That's right. Just like fifty cents said, open the club. <laughs> go shorty. It's your birthday. You're gonna party like it's your birthday. You're gonna drink Picardy uh, like it's, it's your birthday. birthday. And he not ever give a fuck about your birthday. your birthday. All right, guys, listen, this has been fun. Uh, Doctor Phil, thank you so See, much for coming so on. Much. I gotta go. I have to I have an emergency meeting with Takashi 69. <laughs> oh, he needs some um he needs some spiritual right guidance now. right now. He's also coming out with a brand new line of t-shirts that say AIDS fuck on it <laughs> so i'm gonna advise him to not to not print that because i don't think that's what you haven't
0: you haven't seen his you haven't <laughs> seen his t-shirts it
1: says, you it haven't says seen AIDS. his line of t-shirts it says AIDS it's some fuck. whacked out shit i told him i said you can't sell this he says, oh, no, I can do whatever <laughs> I want. Like that, I'm Takashi 69. That's what he says. Uh, I go, you're for a rude awakening when your 15 minutes is up. Yeah, Put the shirts back. Okay. Well,
2: I hope you put a stop to him. Guys, be sure to check out Dr. Phil anywhere and everywhere he is. Dr. Phil, thank you so much I'm for coming. I'm everywhere
1: and on. I'm everywhere. Thank you so much. Great great job on Hoot and a Half. Happy, Happy New year. year. It was a Hoot Happy and a Half for me. I hope it was a Hoot and a Half for you, too. Thank you so was. much, Dr. Thank Phil. Thank you,
2: Dr. Phil. Love you guys.
1: you, <laughs> King and Mike Sheffer